Welcome to Marsha's Plate, a black trans-inclusive feminist podcast. A place where we know that not everybody is invited to the cookout. And we also know that every single day is a brand new day and we have the power to make a difference today. So let's do this. Brand new day, brand new day, make it better than yesterday. You can always find a way to turn it all around again. It's a new day, brand new day, make it better than yesterday. You can always find a way to start over again. When the sun rises, you can start over again. A new day, you can make it better than yesterday. A new day, it's a new day. New day, there's a way you can turn it around. Trust me, there's a way out. There's more time. Just don't give up. When the sun rises, a new day, you got another chance. If you want to join the conversation, you can hashtag Marsha's Plate. You can follow us on most social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. Just search for Marsha's Plate, M-A-R-S-H-A-S-P-L-A-T-E. Y'all ready? Let's get started. Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey. This week, I finally got my fucking booster shot. <laughs> oh, congratulations. Yes, I finally got the booster shot. The fucking, yeah. um, I have been on like this little waiting list, waiting for them to hit me up to um, come to the location that I was just by me. And finally, so I went, child, I, they, I went, got my little lift to go there. And when I go... It looks like a bunch of people going to church. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> so we go, I go through the doors and there's these two like dudes standing at the door and they got little squirties of um, hand sanitizer. And I yeah. come in and it's nothing but pews. And everybody's oh. sitting on the pews clapping their hand. Okay. Like in church. And I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Am I in the right place? I done came to this Catholic church because they in the in the the directions to get to the place. They said it was a Catholic church, but I'm like, I must have came to the wrong spot or the wrong time because this is giving me honey Catholic church. Like they answer not even just a a Mexican Catholic church. They selling beads and candles outside on the oh. on, on tables and and food. And they they hustling. Oh snap! Oh, they got a service going on. Yeah, yeah. And so when I walk in, they looking at me like I'm looking at them like is this the right place? They looking at me like, are you in the right place? The, some ladies Where? come up to me. She was like, oh, you looking for the um COVID vaccine um location i was like yeah she was like this is the wrong door you got to go around to the back door <laughs> and i was like oh okay so i go around and oh and because it's uh, it's a whole little it looks like kind of like a school or whatever but is we go mm-hmm. in this little corner and it says covid vaccine so when you go in there man they little system is horrible so they only got two people that's taking okay so it's two people that's taking actually giving administering the shots two people yeah one person is filling the shots up, like like drawing the shots, like getting 
oh. medicine in the syringe. And then there's a person who's kind of like steering everything, who's saying like, you come here, you come here. You know, the show, not the chauffeur, but the usher. <laughs> She's mm. ushering mm. you to where you need to be. And then there's somebody who is, anytime you get the vaccine, they tell you to wait for 15 minutes. You know right. how that process go. And she don't pass out. Make sure you don't pass out. Make sure you don't have any yeah. kind of allergic reaction. They can take care of you. So there's a lady who is in the waiting area who is wiping down all of the seats one pe- once people's 15 minutes is up. So she's telling mm-hmm. us, and she's telling you when your 15 minutes is up. She's desanitizing. Huh? She's desanitizing. Yeah, she's desanitizing. And so, but when you first sign in, you gotta sit in these musical chairs, kind of like you. It's like a line of chairs that you sit in. That's all of them are six feet away. The whole and system, kind of the whole <laughs> system. You kind of snake in. Once somebody get done, you sit on the, and it's just like you keep going to the next chair, the next chair, the next chair. <laughs> so, honey, my thighs got some good workout because you had to keep getting up and sitting back down. And it took. I thought it was gonna take me since I had an appointment. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be quick, but child, I got there at two o'clock when my appointment was, and didn't leave to like four fifty. I mean, I didn't leave to three fifty. What? Wait. So I was your like, It was at two. At two, and didn't you leave till three fifty. Yikes. Okay. Well, almost two hours, honey. Yeah, almost <laughs> two fucking hours. So I sat there. Then wow. this white man was in the fucking, um, apparently, I don't know how he has worked out, but apparently he got a booster shot first, like whatever the dosage or booster shot. So apparently Moderna and Johnson and Johnson, they give you for the booster, basically half of the doses that you will get in your regular two shots, like your first two shots. And Uh Pfizer gives you the same amount as your first two shots. And so, he got some type of booster situation and then got two, then got the regular two shots after. And so in his in his files, it says you've already gotten the booster. You just got them out of order. <clears throat> and so he's arguing with them saying, but I need I don't came. But my job is requiring me to get this <clears throat> and I need some documentation that I came here to have to that I came here and got this and it was like well we actually can't get we're not authorized to give you that to give you that oh. documentation because we didn't administer anything to you <laughs> you right. have to go back to where you got your first three shots and they Damn. will t- which is I guess he's military or whatever because it's the VA or something something mm. that they did mm. and so they're telling him you have to go back to where you got your three shots at you can't get it from us because we didn't give you anything we can't administer something that you've already right. done. and so wow. he was sitting there making and everything was very very logical to me mm-hmm. <laughs> everything it was very like very logical it. huh mm-hmm. it sounds like it yeah, yeah she's I can telling you to go plus, back to your doctor but, right here's the here's why you can solve it yeah. he was refusing child oh. i need to know i need something from y'all you say it was a white older white man Middle-aged white man. Oh yeah, Whiting. that's you the know how they go. You know how they do. <laughs> <laughs> Out here, whiting. Baby, you gotta do magic, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make it. Who you can need to call? All of them, uh, they was and literally, <laughs> they were doing. The black dude who was like the 
I don't want to say the receptionist. He's the first one you go to when you're signing in. He he's making sure that you got your ID. He's making sure that you got, you know, your um your vaccination card and you know what you've gotten so far, what you're getting today. He's setting you up for the next people down the line who's can you know who's going to give you what you need. And so he's not he's not letting him make it at all. <laughs> the black dude is like, we ain't got nothing for you, baby. It's nothing we can do. We, we, we're not authorized to give you that kind of statement. We haven't administered any medicine to you. So we can't give you some statement saying that you have taken medicine that we don't know that you have taken. This is not we you didn't get it from us. You have to get it from where you got your da, 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 da. Right. baby. The white lady, the next basically the next person that you will have to go to. She is calling people. She is she is oh wait a the, minute now. the supervisor <laughs> is telling her on the phone ma'am tell him to go back to his location why are you avoiding this conversation with him well he just doesn't understand tell him that's all you gotta do <laughs> he understands he understands it's a no plenty plenty yep he would yep. get up out the seat and so the black dude was like, sir, can you move over here so we can take care of the other people? And he was like, well, I would just I just don't want to make sure I want to make sure y'all y'all contact y'all managers or whatever. Da, 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 da. And he was like, that's fine. But we need you to sit over here. You are below because you're in the seats of the people who we're trying to get them to get their shots. And yes, we'll handle it. So apparently she called the little another person and then. The person said exactly what the other person said. The whoever the people mm. said exactly what the other person said. So she, the white lady, went over there. Sir, we, we can't give you any authorization. You have to go back to the people that you got your shot from. Uh-huh. He he was going off, but he was going off out the door. Oh, then he started trying to take pictures of them, and the black dude was like, "Ain't no picture taken." Sir. Other people, oh. The black dude was like, ain't no picture taken, wow. sir. Now, now it's my turn because I was right, like two people behind him. So when he gets about the seat, I have to come and get in the seat. So I'm sitting there. Mm. I had already took pictures of him because I'm late like that. I'll take <laughs> non-consensual pictures if you acting a fool. <laughs> like, look at this. Hey, I learned my lesson doing that. Uh, look I at this fool acting crazy. Time. Why? No. I, there was a um it was an old a white couple in the in the at the gas station and the white guy was trying to beat the white girls. And I was like, look at this crazy shit. That white man walked into my car, snatched oh, my phone at my hand, and I had to get out the motherfucking car. He snatched my shit back like bitch, you gonna handle this. You gonna handle her, but bitch, you're not gonna handle me. Oh, baby. You better than me. Oh, you better than me. Baby, and then he was wow. by myself too. He was like, you fake Beyonce. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. That's awesome. Wait, wait. That's the best way to man. He said you fake Beyonce. That means you were socking it to him. If he called you a fake Beyonce, you were socking it to him. Mm-hmm. That's wild. I will put my camera camera out quick. Just honey, <laughs> you are doing too much. So I need the people to see that you're doing too much. And so then, but when he started taking pictures of us, I didn't say nothing, but the man said, ain't no taking pictures. You need to leave. If you're doing mm-hmm. all of that, you need to leave. We already told you we can't give you nothing. And you still here, sir, you need to leave. And so he ended up leaving, but it just was, he was just being so difficult in ways that, you know, 
how they are. <laughs> that, they, <laughs> that he didn't need to be like, go back to where you came. Well, I need it for my work. Yeah, that means you right. go back to where you came. <laughs> well, yeah, they shot me today. I have my little shot, see, my little band-aid, my little white people right. color band-aid. <laughs> They actually kind of almost blend in, Diamond. Don't shame me, bitch. You're a little tan right there. You're a little tan right there. You said a little tan? So, honey, I'm tan, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, I I got my booster shot, so I I feel good about that because... You know, I I want to be I want to do my part in keeping myself healthy and you know making sure trying to st- I'm tired of being in a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, <laughs> so it'd be great. Take a break. <laughs> do y'all think it's it's gonna be a point where they ever like lift the bands to where it's like you don't need the vaccinations and stuff, or do you think it's gonna be um, forever? I think it's gonna it's gonna be like not soon the flu shot, but not soon. Mm-hmm. When the deaths stop going down, when the deaths start going down, if people, you know, stay in the house or <laughs> or something, do your deals, honey. Get a vaccine. Do something. Wear a mask at least. Shoot. At the least, bare minimum. But yes, I'm so glad to be vaxxed and boosted. So you know, uh. We got to do our part. So, yeah, I'm not getting vaccinated anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I wear my mask everywhere, though. Mm-hmm. Like, religiously. Is there a particular reason why? Um, because this is, I want everybody to know these are personal choices. Yeah, you yeah. Can have your mm-hmm. own choice about what you're doing. So, when it comes to your own body. So, what is, why is it your personal choice? Oh, I just don't feel comfortable. Mm, gotcha. Yeah, I just don't feel comfortable. It's that just a lot of interesting research. So I think I think everybody should make choices based on their own research. So if wherever your research is taking you, do your due deals. But just at least protect everyone. Like I just seen somebody, um, like a TikTok where uh, a, I hate to say this, but like basically a Karen was going inside like a store and a, a worker was telling her like, you need to put on your mask. And she was like, why? I could just come in here. Um, I'm just coming into a coffee store. Da, 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 da. And she was like, could you please put on your mask? And anyways, she ended up getting her manager. And so her manager was like, yeah, this part of protocol, you have to put on your mask. And the girl was like, fuck this shit. I, I'm, I'm not getting paid enough. And she quit and walked out. <laughs> wow. So, you know, it, I I think that you should at least put on masks if you're not gonna mm-hmm. vaccinate. Even if you are vaccinated, wear a mask because there are people that are still getting coronavirus even though they are vaccinated. Mm. It doesn't stop you from getting the. It never the the vaccinations never was supposed to stop you from getting coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Right. It yeah, was, it's supposed to stop you from like your body reacting, dying. Yeah, right. right. From the worst right. complications. Yeah. Right. The complications are bad, and you're gonna, you know, fill up your lungs with something that to, to, to basically your body reaction is not as severe, so you're not gonna be wearing getting more out. But they're still dying too. People who have been vaccinated, 
who have caught it's very low very very low but they're low. still dying though it's like mm-hmm. less than one it's like less than point something percent it's not yeah it's like way it's, low and use and all, most of those i think all of those people had some something else going on whether it was right. diabetes cancer da, 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 da. it was comorbidity but mm-hmm. it has happened though mm-hmm. but it's rare yeah you know but so, yes Make sure that you are, you know, doing whatever you need to do for yourself. And at least to me, I feel like if you're not vaccinated, keep your ass, you know, in house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not staying in the house. I'm talking about just in general, not you particularly. Everybody grown, so do well, what I you know, do. I know, I <laughs> know. But, but yeah, because we're never going to get to a point of normalcy if we if we're not, you know, doing what we need to do um, yeah. in regards and this to thing, keep stopping the spread. You think the, the, mutations. Vac- <laughs> the vaccination is, is like stopping the spread of it? Um, yes. And I think quarantining, I think staying in the house and minimizing that. Yeah. So, least, the least amount of people getting COVID will slow it down, we slow down the mutations, which will right. slow yeah. it down. And that's agree. the thing. It keeps spreading. It's going to keep mutating. And then whatever vaccine won't matter. True. Eventually. So then we'll be back to where we started. You're listening to Houston's own MP Trans 101. Now listen, I know that what is basic Trans 101 for me could just be the beginning for you. So this is for your basic ass. basic <laughs> for me in this life? Before we get off the subject of vaccine, I want to clear some things up, maybe debunk some myths so you can understand the conversation and the context of that beginning part of the show a little bit better in case there were some things that was irresponsibly left to linger. And I don't want that to happen. I think that that's kind of irresponsible. While personal choices are personal choices, that's what people decide on their own. I want to make sure on this platform, we understand some facts that, you know, around the vaccination that are out here for you to, of course, do your own research, but also there's just some facts that are facts. (laughs) So, We never have and never will live in a world of alternative facts. I know for four years we kind of was dealing with that kind of bullshit, but we are not there anymore and we do not. We was never there. That was uh, some bullshit. (laughs) We do not live in a world of alternative facts. There are some unknowns, but there also are some facts. So let's talk about some facts. There has been over 150 million people who are fully vaccinated, and I am one of those people. I got the Pfizer shot, and I just recently got the booster. Why did I get the vaccine? Because there is a deadly pandemic happening. I don't want to die, and it is a 96% rate of efficacy when it comes to preventing hospitalization. Okay, so that means... 
if I come in contact with COVID after I'm fully vaccinated, boosted and everything, that my body is not going to get to the point where I am being hospitalized with it. This efficacy kicks in two weeks after your second shot. There are virologists and ICU physicians that are giving out their expert information on this vaccine, the results, and all kinds of information that you need to know from experts. Do black people have a reason not to trust the medical field? Absolutely. A lot of people reference Tuskegee. In that instance, they were refusing to give those men treatment just to see the effects of syphilis. In that experiment, they had multiple people who had syphilis and multiple people who did not have syphilis. And they were just letting it fucking ravish their bodies just to see what the fuck it did. They weren't giving people syphilis. So once again, they just weren't giving them treatment. A lot of people talk about, ooh, I don't trust it because of how fast they made it. Look how fast they made it. Oh, my God. These vaccines are based on decades of researching viruses. This is just not some new thing that popped up when coronavirus came. There have been tons of people who have studied viruses who laid the foundation for this vaccine to be made. That's been going on. It's not just some new stuff. They started human trials of Moderna in mid-March when we went on lockdown in 2020. Human trials. So it was tested. And because this virus has basically stopped the globe, rich people who are invested in us being out and about threw their money at this vaccine being created. People were at home doing nothing. So there was nothing to do but work on this damn virus to get the world back to normal. Usually this stuff takes a long time because it is red tape. It is all kind of money-making bureaucracy that is in the works to stop stuff from coming out fast. But when you have something like this affecting the globe, everybody say, cut the red tape. Let get this shit out so we can fucking do what we need to do. So nobody is blocking it to be available for us, like with a lot of other medicines. So they had the manpower, the money, and the economic incentive to get this done faster than usual. And the whole world was behind it because the whole world shut down. Look at the United States, everybody shut down at least some time period except for Georgia. A clear consequence of Kemp still in the election from Stacey Abrams, just a reminder. But with that type of manpower behind getting this done and everybody volunteering to be in the human trials, this is why it was able to get out faster. There is a lot of just not true shit. It is not causing cerebral palsy. It is not causing autism. It is not causing people to be infertile. It is not causing any of those things. They have a list of ingredients for you to look up and you can see that they have nothing to do with those ailments. 
They don't cause them. The vaccination is just giving your body the information that it needs to fight against the virus when it comes into your system. Just like all of the other vaccines that you got when you were a kid (laughs) to go to school if you are of a certain age. This is not new technology. This is something that has been very, very effective with other viruses. Yeah, it actually eradicated some of the deadly consequences of viruses of years past. This is not new. It does not make sense for you to be more scared of the vaccine than the actual virus. Especially a mutating virus as deadly as COVID-19. Come on. It just doesn't make sense. Especially if you have gotten COVID multiple times. And if you're not changing your actions, your behavior to not get it, not staying in the house, not wearing your mask. And shit, with these strong ass mutant fucking variants that mask is barely working, you really need the vaccine. Anyway, consult your doctor. Diamond Styles is not a doctor, but consult your doctor. Because yes, there's some risk for people who have underlying conditions, certain um, medical conditions that may put you at a higher risk and this vaccine may not work for you. But if you're just a regular degler motherfucker, get vaccinated, yo. Stop playing these silly ass Trumper games. And that's Trust Motherfucking Science Human 101. Oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community and I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because I put my money where my mouth is you know that's just the kind of bitch I am community is fuck (laughs) so thank you I really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. They added an ex-gender marker to, uh, as an option in Oklahoma. And the governor responded by having an executive order that banned the ability for folks to change their gender marker, with the exception being if there was like a clerical error. And so historically, according to this article with the Tulsa World, it says historically Oklahomans could change the gender marker between male and female in their birth certificate by presenting a court order to the Oklahoma State Department of Health. Uh, the department, like I said, established a process for a third gender option last year, and now the governor has uh, banned that within hours uh, of them breaking that news. So as a result, 
folks can't change <laughs> change their gender marker and there's some folks who are kind of uh in limbo with the process because of this um what was interesting too is one of the people that changed their gender marker to x one of the folks who identifies as non-binary um they are assigned female at birth and started taking hormones and their body was changing so much that they wanted to change their gender marker to male for safety reasons um and so one i think this is just one of those pieces of legislation that we've been talking about folks coming for trans people this year as an issue uh to get the right wing all riled up but i thought what was also interesting about this safety piece um and just get your thoughts on you know, which I think about having the uh, gender marker option of X, because that only is applicable to your state or states that also recognize it versus in the, in the passport, you can add an X gender marker as well now. But, you know, it does present issues. I know for myself, I don't identify as a man. But, you know, for me, I know I was like, that's a safety thing. I might put, you know, if I put an X, I look like this. If I put an X on my gender marker when I'm at the airport. I'm not really trying to deal with all that. That's my personal opinion, you know, because the world has already got a lot going on. Um, yeah. And I think about my transition, you know, on an intimate level as well. So, yeah. So what are y'all thoughts about that, about uh, the option? Do you think it complicates things? You know, we see this as an example. Um, I don't think that's true everywhere in Washington. We know Washington State's not a good example. West Coast not a good example because it's the West Coast. But there are several states that allow folks to have a X as a gender marker. Um, but Oklahoma is one of three states. I forgot one of them, but I know Ohio's another one. I think Ohio actually just started letting people change their gender markers, but it's one of the few states that is now not letting folks change their gender markers. But anyway, yeah. It's only three, Oklahoma, Tennessee, and Ohio. I'm a binary girl, so I'm okay with having an F. That is what I wanted. That is what I hustle to get that is what um yeah is where i wanted my id to be and so i having an ex just wasn't an option for me i didn't want that um um i wanted the f i wanted my name change i wanted i live a very very binary life i understand the complexity of not wanting you know to be you know perceived as um something that you don't identify or whatever with like if you like you like you don't specifically identify with being um the m um mm -hmm. and so i understand the, the nuance of that but for me that is that is that is me that is who i mm -hmm. who i identify i identify with um that it is particularly safety i don't identify as a female and i know the f is for that but um but that is the closest that i that i need to be when it comes to identification and paperwork so mm -hmm. there you go <laughs> that's mm -hmm. what it needs to be well um, talk. you know when i'm talking to my doctor then we that then we need to get into the nuances about what's going on with me but usually the places that i am showing my id the airport um you know gas station if i'm trying to get liquor you don't need to know <laughs> you don't need to know anything about my medical history pass a fuck it's a f bitch give me my motherfucking liquor <laughs> 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 
<laughs> right. Get out of here. Or if I'm going in a club. I'm grown. Right. <laughs> I right. was born right. in the 1900s, as the as the young okay. kids as the young okay. kids are saying these days. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Mia? What, what about you? What do you think? I mean, not just personally, but just in general about about the option. How do I feel? That's the key. 1900s. Um, <laughs> yes, I have not heard that. Um. Uh, Okay, so there was also, because um, as far as what you said, it sounds like the non-binary thing, because that's what I think of when I think of like the X. So I think of more mm-hmm. like uh, people who are gender non-conforming or um, <sighs> things of that kind of nature, right? Um, and I was just recently looking at a case where a mother criticized Delta for not allowing them to, um, to have um, an X for her non-binary child. And I was like, damn, like, would I want to be at the air the airport? And people be like, oh, there's there's the not they could clock my tea, kind of like what Diamond said. And I've been in predicaments where um people have used my documentation in order to discriminate against me, mm-hmm. publicly uh humiliate me. Mm-hmm. Um take my wages away from me for uh, discriminating against me, treat me different in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and specifically like, uh, just, I've just had so much crazy things happen to me. So when I, I got it, it changed and I was able to navigate without like a second glance, like, or the, or the, or the shrug by the security guard while I'm trying to just go to get a random drink with my girlfriends. It, it was kind of like, um, a, a, a burden was lifted. I'm like, mm. I don't have that nervousness when when I'm approaching some type of authority or somebody who can actually make a difference while I'm just minding my fucking business to wear me out. I think that it's horrible. It's just, they're just doing what they did to um, Black folks when we tried to integrate and have the same equality. Um, they're, they're just using their privilege in order to um, to shut us down. So mm. I I think that they should be able to, to get their ex. I think however that is, um, like Diamond said, like the new generation, like like bitch, I'm non-binary. Bitch, listen, I, listen. I, I, my bad. No, no, no. Go ahead, LJ. What? I'm a bad. Now I was gonna say, I think, I think I I think it is a, a generational thing. But I also think it's a it's a race and a class thing too. Cause I think, you know, for folks who have to deal with the state more often. You don't see, I don't see as many folks who have to deal with the state more often, which is usually folks who are poor, folks who are working class, folks who are not white, folks without education capital rushing to complicate their interactions with the state. Ah, I see what you mean, but that's a privilege. Exactly. I think there's a privilege in being able to have an ex as your gender marker. Like you got to be able to like most, not everybody. But I think, it, you know, if you feel comfortable enough, I think it, you have to, I think no matter what, you have to be in a privileged place to say, I want to purposefully make myself something different. I think that's brave, but I also I, think you have to be in a place where, you know, you feel comfortable to say, I, I want to do that intentionally in the current society that we live in, because the current society that we live in don't, is it's reality. And if you can opt out of that, that's a privilege. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so, and, and for like a girl that's 
that's in the, uh, the projects or like not just or just LBG people that are are in rural areas. Put mm-hmm. non-binary could get you water the fuck out if you in Kentucky, yep. bitch. Even if you are white, bitch, still where you the fuck exactly. out? I was just looking at um op- the opposite sex part two on um HBO, and I was seeing like a um a lesbian trans a white trans woman, and she was with her her partner, and her partner mm. was a lesbian, but she's kind of like a stud. And they were walking down the street, and she was like, "We can't even walk close to each other because if our neighbors find out." Then they probably will come over and kill our chickens. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, wow. like crazy stuff like that. So like, it, it's yeah. possible for if you're privileged, but like somebody that's not privileged, nah. But I hope that I hope that leaning forward that we are able to navigate, mm-hmm. no matter how the fuck we present, no matter what the documentation, exactly, is, without getting discriminated against. And I think that is the goal. But. You know, kudos to you, bitch, for bearing that cross if you are that girl. Mm. I, I remember when I was in college, I, did, I, I didn't have too many incidents like this because my name wasn't very um, gendered. It was like, eh, it could be a boy or girl name as far as the name, but it was the gender marker that if I did have an issue with people as far as my documentation, it literally was the gender marker. It wasn't the name. And so I remember going to a club in college. I was a freshman and I went, I was invited to this party, um, this Q dog party with this um, AKA or whatever. So we all end up going and it basically the club was ladies get in free at a certain time. Y'all know how that works with clubs or whatever. <laughs> so when I get to the door, of course, the dude who um who is taking the money and checking the IDs, he doesn't clock me. So I go in with the girls that I went in. They my ID says I'm old enough. Everything <laughs> goes. But he's just paying attention to the name. He's paying attention. He's not really looking at the, the gender marker. He's looking at my name. And like I said, my name is very, you know what I'm saying, gender neutral. And so we all go in and we sit down. Now imagine the girls, we actually is the hot bitches in the club. <laughs> you with the AKA, darling. <laughs> well, I don't want to say that because, you know, Deltas be fired too. But anyway. They do. <laughs> <laughs> but I know we was looking sickening. And so we come in <laughs> and it was a bunch of us. So we come in so sickening that they give us like bottles. And when we, as soon as we get in, they're giving us bottles to make sure the ladies is comfortable. They really just doing nice shit to us because if they know if the ladies is in here, the dudes on the dudes who got to pay going to come in. Cause there's a lot of chicks in here. Right. And so, we sit down at the table. They bringing us bottles. They coming up. They being like really, really extra nice to us. All of a sudden, one of the I see one of the dudes come over to the table and ask me to come with them. And I'm like, for what? Like, what is happening? And my right. homegirl say, "What's going on?" Like she she sent something. Uh, she must have sent something that I didn't pay attention to. But apparently, one of the dudes who went to our college told the dude at the um told the dude at the, the that was taking the IDs and checking taking the price da, 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 that I was quote unquote a man and so Ooh. 
So he Ooh. came over and said, and when she said, what's going on? She was like, the dude said he got to pay. <laughs> he got to pay. This was ladies in free. Da, 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 and apparently that's not a lady. So he got to pay. And they came over and said, can we let us see your ID again? Let us see your ID. Again. So I put my, my ID. Damn. And of course, my ID says M at the time. It says M. And so they was like, yeah, you got to pay. You either got to pay or you got to get the fuck up out of here. They being now they changing the tone and it's getting rude. And so everybody now I'm embarrassed because this is in front of everybody. It, it changes the whole tone. Like my yeah. We sit down and in the first like five minutes of us sitting down, the music is hype. They mm -hmm. bring us liquor. They bring us bottles. They fucking being nice. They 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 was just if for the first like 15 minutes, every like 15, 20 minutes, it was just so fire and turnt. And then it just switched to they were being evil to me. That's and the most not only was it just uncomfortable, it was embarrassing. Yeah. Right. And so um and so the girl, the girl I was with, her name was Andrea. And, mm -hmm. you know, she was the popular girl. And she was like, well, if y'all make her pay, we giving the fuck up out of here and going somewhere else. Mm -hmm. If y'all not, if y'all being shady to her, because I don't like how this is going down. No, so right. we all get the fuck up out of here. Come on, let's go. Come on, black me. women. Come on, black women. Okay. I love when my girlfriend gets mm -hmm. that. So when I was like, no, I'm not about to make everybody Cause this is the place to be tonight. It makes you, but then it also makes you feel bad. It makes damn like I'm the one that's gotta make everybody leave, even though they stick enough for you. It still make you feel bad. Yeah, cause this is the place to be. It's not right. There are other right. parties that we can go to, but this is the party. Do you see what I'm right. saying? And I don't right. want. I feel super uncomfortable. I gotta. I'm. I'm making y'all leave or being the catalyst of y'all leaving. No, 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 no. Don't worry about it. I'll just go. I'll just go home. Like I, I'm not tripping about. Y'all just stay and have a good time. I don't, in my mind, I don't want my transness to make motherfuckers have to leave this fucking party. But mm -hmm. she called they bluff, and everybody joined in. The other sisters, the girls that, that was there joined in. She was like, mm -hmm. get the fuck up out of here. Hell no. Nah. And they, we get up out of the chair and was about to go out the door. And the, whoever, the dude who was throwing the party, he didn't know who what was going on, but when he see all of us getting up leaving, mm -hmm. he was like, "What the fuck is going on? Why are all the ladies leaving? Like we gotta, you know." And it's the beginning; like it, it ain't packed. It'd be different if it was packed in that motherfucker, right? Right. You need them to see that it's chicks in here. Yeah. And so, yeah. He once once he heard what was going on, he was like, "What? Nah, 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 nah. Come on back. Come on back." Nah, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Like, get the fuck mm -hmm. out of here, y'all. This my shit. Don't nobody get put out of shit unless I do it. And honey, we he he got them together back to the <laughs> <Okay>. table, <laughs> and we sat back down. But and we didn't have to leave, and they left me the fuck alone. But it, it still was fucking went weird, all awkward that. and embarrassing. And now right. I'm at that point. I never want to go out with my homegirls no more because, because they know. Of that kind of potential situation, how embarrassing yeah. it was, and mm. it just—I just didn't want to be that over a petty ass gender marker thing that wasn't true. Mm. Mm. And so, yeah, it just—it's just what, like you said, Mia. It just depends on the circumstance, and like you said, Jonathan, of 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 a privilege 
of where what can protect you, what can net you from what could happen. But I, I definitely was a black trans woman in a black situation and it was not going to give me no protections to have an X. <laughs> it would have gave me protections if I would have had an F. Because yeah. when he asked me for my ID, if he exactly. would have said F, he would he couldn't have said nothing. Now, could he try to? Sure, but my my fucking ID said F. It would be less likely that he would wear it out. Yeah, he was, he's gonna make me get naked. Or mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, I just so I just didn't like how the how the situ- how the situation turned out when my when my gender marker was a was ever a problem. Mm-hmm. But like you said, some people have their, particularly young folks who have supportive parents, they have that kind of protection where they can, you know, they can have that kind of stuff on their IDs and it not be, not be, you know, it'd be kind of like a, a yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think this, I, I think it's like, this is what happens with a lot of, when we talk about this, like gender movements, it's like white, particularly white AFAB folks, white people in general, white middle-class people drive that narrative and some, and nail it to the wall sometimes. And don't think about how that, you know, because it's almost like um, it's not the same thing. But, you know, it's like get out the get out the house and into the workplace. Why do black men want to go to work? Da, 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 da. Or everybody needs to get married and people get married and then they're broke and they realize they messed up their benefits. You know, <laughs> like like we got to have that, you know, this this I feel like trans stuff is at a love is love place right now. And it's kind of weird. But anyway, and not thinking about the you know, the economics, the so like most LGBT people broke, underpaid, unemployed, and smoking menthol cigarettes, regardless of race. Okay. <laughs> so like I don't know how we got <laughs> anyway. Let's I'm gonna wrap it up. Um anyway, yeah, let's wrap it up. Uh let us know if you're non-binary, if you're somebody, maybe you don't identify as non-binary, but if you're someone who's considered having an X on your gender marker, let us know what you think, <laughs> why or why not. Before mm-hmm. you close it out, I, I want to just say something real quick. Before you close it out, sure. um, when I was younger, I was confused as to if this was even legal. When like when when officers or security guards were able to turn me away from clubs in front of people and say I was out of mm-hmm. dress code and said that they could do it because of my ID, I used to be like, "This they they just because you know some people make up their own rules at their own establishments." And I asked the officer, and they said, "Yes." It's because your documentation says this, they are legally able to say that, to do whatever, to, to abide by whatever rules they're going through. So mm-hmm. they're not mm-hmm. just making this shit up. They can actually do this. It's legally, it legally gives them the ability to do it to you. Right. I just right. That. that was something. No, no, no. Thanks for adding that. You know, yeah, I know my early, my transition, I was like male, Jonathan, whatever keeps me out of, you know, because I'm talking to my people about how I personally identify. I just need to get through the world. That's kind of how I looked at it. Anyway, so let us know what you think. Um, if you have an X on your gender marker, tell us why or why not. I mean, you know what I mean. If, <laughs> if you do or not, let us know what you think. Uh, hashtag Marsha's Plate. All right. So Jonathan just hit on, you know, my topic a little bit, too. The human right campaign, the the foundation, which is like the educational arm of HRC, um, they released some new data on the LGBTQ plus wage gap. So let's look at some of these numbers. Despite decades of work to achieve equal pay for equal work, LGBTQ 
plus workers continue to earn less than heterosexual and cisgender peers. And they, and it's because of discrimination throughout the workforce in hiring, salary, promotions. It's likely plan, it's likely those are the reasons why we are making less money. It is possible that wage disparity may be even larger than what is reported here because our analysis focused just on full-time employed workers and oh, wow. not account for wages among part-time workers or non-wage earners. Everything less impacted every fat in earning, sorry, earning less impacts every facet of your life, including access to housing, healthcare, and food security, and must be addressed head on. So let's talk about some of these numbers. Um, so com- they are comparing these findings in wage estimates to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Okay. All right. So HRC found that LGBT plus people of color earn less than all white workers, replicating the trends in (laughs) racial disparity seen in the broader workforce, specifically Native American LGBT people and black LGBT people earn the least among the LGBT workers by race. Native American LGBT workers earn 70 percent to every dollar the typical worker makes. Black LGBT workers earn 80% to every dollar. Latinx workers earn 90%, 90 cents. I'm sorry, I keep saying percent. I mean cents. (laughs) 90 cents to every dollar that the typical worker earned. Um, The white LGBT earns 97 cents to every dollar. Asian specific and Pacific Islander worker earn a dollar for every dollar that the typical worker earned. So, oh wow, Asian people are equal to whatever the approximate. Mm. But that we mm. know that's kind of legitimate because black Asian men, Asian men surpass white men in salary in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's regional too. You know, depending on where you're at. Uh huh. And also, like. um, what I found was interesting was not interesting as I it was it was a surprise that 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 in that particular um group that Asian people have literally started to earn like they that yes they are minorities but they are literally tangling on an economic level with the whites and I know that guy white people shook. (laughs) Yeah 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 I mean, they've always been held in high regards, like uh, by white, model like, minority like, myth. This mm-hmm. there by by white people, you know, as the smartest. I was just looking at a video That's a where, they, yes, yeah, I was looking at a video where they was um calling a group of athletes that came from wherever and um, some part of Asia, calling them nigger, like the old civil rights era. Wow. Mm. Like literally standing outside of their bus, calling them nigger. You know, they weren't saying it right. Pronouncing it like shit, but I, I to see that in this day age was so crazy to me. Mm. But like when you think about how they were lynched along with us when they came to California, yeah, came over here. Mm -hmm. So the LGBT working women who are who have similar earnings to all women earn less 
than all men and LGBT working men. So there is a gender disparity within the LGBT mm-hmm. people. Um, but the LGBT people work, earn similar to all women in regards to that, in regards to how further, how the gap is. Additionally, transgender people and non-binary gender fluid two-spirit workers earn significantly less than working men and women. Um, women in the LGBT community earn about 87 cents for every dollar that the typical worker earns. Non-binary, gender fluid, gender queer, two-spirit workers earn 70% to every dollar. I keep saying percent, cent. Anytime you hear me say percent, I mean cent. We know what you mean. We just like it. Just so y'all hear. <laughs> um, compounding the disparity in the LGBTQ women of color and transgender people especially suffered the widest wage gap among multiple marginalized identities in the U.S. LGBT Latinx women earn 72 cents for every dollar. LGBT Black women earn 85 cents for every dollar. Transgender women earn 60 cents to every dollar. I thought that was interesting that Black women earn 85 and Latinx women earn 72. A lot of times we hear, you know. Um, the proximity to whiteness. Right. That that it flips. We, we uh, Sometimes we talk about it like we are the most despaired mm-hmm. Black women. Mm-hmm. But it's in, in just if, if we're just comparing um, women, Latinx women and us, usually they work less. They make less because you know, the immigration factor. Mm. Um, I guess they just skip the Asian folks. Because they making tons of money. Mm. <laughs> they, they, up in that, to... they up in that 90, 90 cents to a, a plus, 90 cent plus to a dollar. But you, I mean, I think what's key too about this and why that number is so high is what you mentioned earlier from the, from the top. This is not taken into account part-time work. It's not taking into account other types of uh, labor. So it's right. like, it's like it, I don't know if that number would look that way if it included uh, part-time work. Maybe. And they usually yeah. have their own like... Because both stuff. of us, both Latinx women and Black black women are going to be taking up that workforce. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, I don't know if it would be as high, I guess, is what I'm saying. Mm. I'm not, I think the disparities would still, the range and the disparities probably still be the same. I'm wondering if the I don't know. I'm wondering if uh, they're tangling if the Asian community is tangling with white folks in the part time. Mm, I would want to know that too. You know what I'm saying? Because I think if it was part time, it might it might just be what we're used to seeing, which is white folks making more money than everybody. All right, so let's compare transgender men and transgender women. Mm-hmm. So transgender men earn seventy cents. For every dollar that the typical worker earns, Mm -hmm. transgender women earn 60 cents. Mm -hmm. So y'all, trans men, um, I guess trans masculine folks, um, y'all are kind of equal to the Latinx women. Y'all make Mm -hmm. less than black women, but y'all make um, almost equal to Latinx women. And we trans trans women are 60. Mm -hmm. We're kind of the lowest. The lowest was like 60. Yeah, nobody. Y'all make an equal amount to like Native Americans, seventy cents to every dollar. 
Only people is the lowest is us, child. Um, so you said that's less than black women. Yeah, but less than black that's a women mental adjustment. At black, these are LGBT people, y'all, not just all black women. Oh. Mm. LGBT oh, okay. black mm. women make 85%, 80, 85 <laughs> cents to a dollar. Um, mm. I mean, I've, I've, I would say I feel the 15% difference. The 15 cent difference. I can feel between it. Between being a trans masculine person and being a LGBT woman? Is that what you can yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. definitely. I definitely, I couldn't pin put my finger on a it. Different one after transition? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I think uh, there's a way different set of challenges in the workforce. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There, there's been a lot of occasions, especially early in my transition, where I was like, this would, I, this would be a lot easier if I was a woman. If I was a black woman, because I navigated as a black woman who was gay for 20, you know, for such a long time, for over a decade, you know, what I'm saying? in my adult life. So that was my reality being kind of butch and looking different, looking gender nonconforming and navigating the world. So, you know, it, it kind of messed with my head because I was like, damn, like, I, you know, what I'm, saying? I'm trying to figure this out. But the stat makes sense. Like hearing that out loud, that kind of put some like that articulates that feeling because I didn't know that. Um, yeah. Anyway, thank you that for sharing. Sense. That thing. Yeah. And in, in my own personal experience, like in, in the nonprofit, when I look into the nonprofit leadership and people who I have to come, like when I'm doing interviews for grants, when I'm doing interviews for, you know, when I, when somebody's saying, um, Hey, um, you, you here's a coach to coach you on how to write this grant to get this money from this organization usually it's a lot of trans men or trans masculine people on those boards on those committees on those that are making the decision whether or not i get money there's tons mm -hmm. of particularly <laughs> white masculine trans men in those spaces controlling and gatekeeping those dollars mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. particularly mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I have seen that a lot. I have seen that in, um, you know, just looking at workers in nonprofit, I'm like, you know, they don't mind hiring a, a, a white trans man. Um, there's a particular here in Houston, there's a particular white trans man who, you know, he got this little hustle where if, if, if the people need black trans people, he will get the contract and be making you know five thousand six thousand dollars but he'll bring a trans woman in a black trans woman and pay her 300 some bullshit some bullshit right, exactly Can i pay you 300 to co-facilitate this with me yep because yep, he yep, done yep, got yep, this yep, contract yep, 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 yep. for five thousand <laughs> six thousand dollars of to do a workshop and one they time been doing that. Me like that because i wasn't mm -hmm. i wasn't um but i wasn't um you know, just that gullible, I need my rights. <laughs> and so it still, he didn't get me as much as, you know, other people was got, got. He still was making a profit off me, even though the rate that I gave him, mm. he actually paid me. But because mm. the contract was so cute, he still mm. was getting over like a fat rat. I still got my rate, right. but compared to what he got, and we have different, um, not that this matters, but we have different. Ed I have more educational credentials than him. 
<laughs> and so he shouldn't have got oh he exactly if That's everything was open he would he he shouldn't have got over on me but he had my rate so it wasn't tripping the rate that i that i was asking for so i wasn't tripping but we were in a meeting afterwards and i couldn't and the black girl who was doing the hiring for the organization that gave him the contract she connected with me afterwards and she was telling me she she kind of just told me because she wanted to work with me later to get my own contract. She kind of nonchalantly told me what they had offered him in the contract. And so I was able to be like, oh, he had got over because he got this amount of money. And instead of splitting it with me, he just hired almost like hired me on and paid me through his funds. Do you see what I'm saying? So he, because he needed a black person to get him the contract. Because they want yeah. diversity and inclusion. Yep. And so but that's so lame. It was shady. It was shady. So I definitely don't work with him no more. But um <sighs> but that is the type of shit. Let that me I check this box off. No, I'm kidding. Huh? <laughs> I said, let me check this box off. Exactly. I mean, but they've been yeah. doing that for years. Like, oh, I just got through from watching that um that movie, um, something uh mama's big. Big bottom, somebody's big bottom with um something Chatterwick. What's his name? Oh, uh, my rain is black bottom. Yeah, and how they um the, how they wore him out. They they basically finessed mm. finessed him and mm. his music and stuff over him. I mean, white folks been finessing us for years, darling. And that goes to show you, they don't matter if they are part of the community. Like oh, our, will get the, you our heterosexual capitalism, honey. Uh, listen, loyalty. Listen, <laughs> we we, like we need the the black heterosexual part of our community like to say we got it equal like them, and they don't. We don't. They finesse the fuck out of us too. Yeah, I, I think I wish we had a uh, a resurgence of queers for economic justice because back in the what is like the two thousands, the mid two thousands. I don't even know what we call these decades. Okay, not not the last, not the teens. Okay, I guess the yeah. arts maybe anyway but they really were a vocal force against just kind of this one singular narrative and really pointed out a lot of disparities that were going on around race and class and housing and critiquing some of the movement work that was happening at that time around like gay marriage for example um and talking about different ways to look at that that was more radical yeah. and inclusive and nuanced yep um i feel like that's kind of missing right now because yeah everything's kind of become very corporate and trans ink and is the way to be you know and that uh, yeah it's and and those these performative actions these performative like the bringing in people to do training diversity and inclusion training it makes people it makes it look like these corporations and these companies are yeah. doing what they're supposed to do it makes them look like they more inclusive but actually their actions are not really changing so it makes it gives you the illusion so we're not talking about those kind of different nuances as much um mm -hmm. and so but it gives you the illusion that they are a legitimate organization not legitimate they are a legitimate organization but they're legitimately doing what they need to do to dismantle those disparities when they're really not they're just doing the performative things that make you think that they are doing that um mm -hmm. i did want to talk about this and let y'all know this as well so a lot of the disparities that we are seeing were happening way before COVID, but COVID really, really impacted these yeah. disparities a lot. So when we think about the economic disparities, um, 
it just ha- it just has really drastically um, changed. So what they also found is prior to the onset, all of these things were were prior to the onset of COVID. It was like nearly like one in every ten LGBT person was unemployed. Um, but in the first quarter of 2021, this is a year after COVID, we've been locked down, da 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 we're about to come into where the vaccine is about to happen. They found that unemployment among LGBT people increased 22%. Oh my God. And for LGBT people of color, it increased 24%. So even more disparities when this broke down when, you, when you're talking uh-huh. about race. Um, so... COVID definitely impact us. And as a, uh, as a leader of a small organization, um, I saw that when we put our fingers out to and net to see what was happening in regards to this COVID stuff, it, the same problems that we were having were happening. It just was more. People were getting, you know, girls was getting, they couldn't, because they couldn't travel, they couldn't, sex workers, they couldn't travel, they couldn't get the money. So we, was, we were paying phone bills. People... Mm-hmm couldn't go out and get food because <laughs> they were already right. in food deserts. So we had to mail them food. So we, you know, we were right. really come on up. now. We were doing our pantry work. We, it just, we were actually going out with our masks, giving, you know, uh, all the stuff like condoms and, and hand sanitizer and, you know, stuff that homeless people, you know, because, you know, they can't panhandle like they normally do. So they can't get money to get shit that they need because mm. people are not out on the streets driving around. Right. So the normal ways that they could make, make get make get a dollar or some change to be able to do their basic stuff while they're on the street, they don't have they didn't have that during COVID because people weren't out. People were literally quarantining for that beginning part of the thing. So it was really affecting people. So we were actually going mm. out <laughs> with masks and da-da-da-da-da-da and giving out um, you know bags of stuff that they may need condoms and hands remember that and wipe yeah so this is what we were doing but we were seeing that we were already doing this stuff it just was worse and so <clears throat> i totally understand um i i totally believe the statistics that they're sharing that it just you know people were getting work and and think about it when you we we talk about discrimination a lot if Folks is worried about, you know, the laws and discrimination and da da da. Oh, I don't want to fire this trans person. Um, I don't want to deal with the discrimination shit that they might bring on me. So I'm just keeping them on and, you know, may, maybe giving them less hours or giving them, you know, just kind of with no intention of kind of leading, leading, right, leading the person. Though. But if I'm in a situation where, oh, COVID is happening and I got to choose who to let go. Ooh, mm-hmm. this is my chance to let go of that tranny that I don't even fucking like. Mm-hmm. This is my chance to, if I, if I couldn't, if I was fearful and couldn't get rid of them, now I really can, because now I got an excuse. Oh, we had to lay tons of people off, and I only kept right. the ones that I needed. And so it really gives them an excuse to be discriminatory. And I, I know a lot of people who were in situations like that where they were like, you know, my motherfucking people didn't even like me. But because I did my job, they they couldn't so well and very cross every T and dotted every I, they couldn't fire me. And so this gave them a chance to fucking let me go. And so I, I know a few people who was in circumstances like that. So 
COVID really affected our community, um, affected the disparities in our community and, and ramped them up. So, and I saw that <clears throat> in my own work and in my own lived experience. So what do y'all think? I remember you, like, I remember when y'all were putting out, like, um, like y'all were trying to do, like, grants for people who needed help. Yeah. And y'all were um, letting them know the directions that you had to do in order to apply for the grants. There were cis people pretending to be trans and get yeah. those grants. And it was, yeah. I remember us talking about it, like, Y'all act like y'all, y'all, y'all don't know what the fuck's going on, but y'all can pretend to be us to get some coin. <laughs> right. Yeah. Crazy. It was it was crazy. Did y'all see any of those kind of um disparities happening in not necessarily maybe in your own life, but in in the, the world around you in regards to trans people? I just you know, I'm a working girl, so I was just like, "What? Well, how the fuck you gonna work in this pandemic? Like, am I, I, I remember joking about it and saying I was gonna have, like, one of those uh, thermometers and checking people uh, <laughs> the temperature before they came in, or I don't I don't know how I was gonna do it, but wear a mask. Well, how the fuck you gonna wear a mask and cut a hole in it? I don't, I don't know how it was gonna work, but uh, I remember some people trying to find, like, guidelines to do it, and a lot of people lost their jobs. Um, oh, I lost my job. Um, not particularly due to COVID, but I did get, I did have COVID, uh, when I lost my job. So I, I, I know some people who have some disparities in my area too. Um, yeah, um, definitely could see some of the disparities. Um, I remember did some, I did some work with, uh, Van Millhouse in the organization he works with Element of Hope. We we're able to try to move some funds because we're disproportionately a lot of trans guys, trans masculine folks, I was in the trans community as a whole, disproportionately on uh, social security or social disproportionately on uh, disability. And when it first, when this first came down, when they were about to put everybody on lockdown, it was right before like the, the first of the month or something. Maybe had a couple weeks. So we uh, organized to try to get folks groceries, get folks stuff so they can get out before all the shelves were out because their checks aren't coming until next week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, um, but that's one example, just like, you know, um, personally where I was engaged around that um, stuff in the community. Cause it just was like an issue. Checks come on the first, the third, through the fifth, like that's it. You can't control that. Yeah. You know? So, um, but yeah, so I definitely saw that. I remember it was a lot Tell of us. people. Wait, 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 go ahead. No, I was just saying, I remember like it was a lot of people who were out of work and they didn't know how they were going to pay the rent and they were trying to get money mm -hmm. from the workforce. And a lot of people got evicted and so because they couldn't get the money. Right. And people was making these fucking PPP loan jokes. Yeah. We are out here hustling, trying to survive. And y'all making jokes. Exactly. Once exactly. they started kind of cracking down and locking people up and doing shit about some PPP loans. Y'all, y'all, if uh, it was annoying me because I was like, y'all are really speaking from a place of privilege. Do you motherfuckers who talk about, oh, that was dumb and da 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 da. You don't know what the fuck was going on in people's lives where they were feeling in despair and figuring out trying to make some money because she right. was, we ain't never been to no, you know, in our lifetime, 
pandemic like this. So shit was insecure. We don't give a fuck about them fucking laws. <laughs> when we trying to eat, when we trying to keep a roof over our head, when I know my motherfucking um, apartment complex, honey, they didn't, they let you know soon as the shit start popping, your rent is due <laughs> on the motherfucking first. Still. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they was not nice about it. They put a letter on everybody's door. Late bitches. The <laughs> rules still motherfucking apply. Wow. You have from the first to the third to pay your rent. By the fifth, you we will be getting the eviction note stuff started. That's listen, funny. I listen. I think they just extended the, the moratorium on evictions out here in King County or Washington State. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. Yeah, like I mean. State by state, it just it depends. Yeah, they That's weren't playing with us. They didn't give a fuck. Now it did not. Uh, a moratorium did end up happening where they couldn't evict. They it wasn't that they couldn't do it. It was that the the people the the government the clerks wasn't gonna process shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, I got you. I got you. You got yeah. what I'm saying? So they wasn't gonna process. They but as soon as they were able to do that shit, baby, they was. They was mm. ready to kick us the fuck out if, you know, if we hadn't paid our rent. They weren't giving us any kind of grace. So, mm. they not, if these motherfuckers, capitalism is not give, letting these motherfuckers give us any kind of grace, look, I'm not giving these motherfucking laws no grace. <laughs> no shade. Like, when you, like, being from America, well, yeah, like, when you was looking at, like, the way that, like, other places were helping their people, like, in Canada and all these places where they was giving them like these coins, like cute coins. Yep. I was like, yep. what the fuck? Like, why, why is it taking so long for us? But then you could, you could, you got tri- a trillion dollars for the U.S. Uh, Army right. to, 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 to do all this extra shit. But when we needed help, we got to wait uh, two or three years into the pandemic. Before a bitch get twelve hundred dollars, you know what I'm saying? So like, I get what you said, Diamond. When you're like, girl, the girls have to do what they had to do. You right. know, when you at a place where you you can't feed your children, you got an eviction and stuff yep. like that. This stuff is hard. But then also, no motherfucking children. You know, whenever it's like a a pandemic, not a pandemic, but like there's a disaster, like a hurricane or shit. There are some people who do a little witchcraft. Honey. Oh, and- get them a cute <laughs> coin on the side. You know, I'm, not, I'm, I'm metaphorically saying that. But, you know, there are some people that do take advantage of it. Good. Take advantage of every motherfucking thing. Because, <laughs> honey, they right. owe us. Especially if we're mm-hmm. black. They owe us any motherfucking mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. I don't want nobody... That's why we shouldn't be, you know, a prison should be ab- abolished. But mm-hmm. I don't want nobody to get locked up. But I'm, you ain't never gonna catch me on no, on motherfucking Beyonce's internet talking of laughing <laughs> and making jokes about motherfuckers who done got caught from their hustle, bitch. You, especially me, who you know, I ain't hustling no nothing now. But I remember when I was writing checks and stunning. You ain't, I ain't never gonna laugh at a motherfucker get caught for a fucking hustle because that could have been me. I could have been mm-hmm. fucking that part. getting locked now, up. Now wait a minute, Diamond. Now the hustle I will laugh at you get caught for is stealing. I don't care no stealing bitches. You robbing people and you the guy. <laughs> it depends on who you stealing from. You stealing from people, yes. But if you stealing from corporations. Take all of it. <laughs> no. 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 Not, I don't want you robbing. <laughs> I mean, 
I don't want right. you robbing gra- Grandma Ruby <laughs> up the street that don't do nothing to nobody. But if you robbing Walmart, you robbing fucking um. Uh, 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 U.S. Bank, Home Depot, Best Buy. These motherfuckers getting TVs, getting computers. Apple busting into motherfucking Louis Vuitton stores, (laughs) taking all their bags so you can sell them on the black market. Fuck the motherfuckers. That shit is overpriced anyway. They got fucking child labor, fucking building that Mm. shit. Fuck them. Don't nobody give a fuck about them. I don't care about you stealing from them. I care about you stealing in the community. Right, <laughs> kids stealing you robbing people taking their purse, bitch. No, that's whack. Go fuck you stealing from corporations. I don't give a fuck about them. Still They're gonna boost, boost, and bring me some bags. <laughs> I'll buy some from you. Nah, bitch. you'd be the best booster in the club. Okay, call me Cleo. Right, honey, bring. <laughs> Bring you got you if you goop some motherfucking Apple computers. I I got some coins for you. Come on, you got some designer bags that I really like. I really I like Gucci. I like LV. I like um, I like Christian Dior. Those are my favorite brands. I eh, I don't want no Prada, but um, (laughs) but you got those bags, honey. You goop them. Come, Auntie Diamond got some coins for you. I ain't gonna pay for no full price, but. Honey, I got some coin for you. Come on. Wait. <laughs> so anyway, what do y'all think about these disparities? Let us know. Hashtag Marsha's Play. These numbers will have the link in the bottom to the data that um, HRC collected. Let us know what you think about them. What did what came up for you when you were thinking about the disparities in your community and how they differ from other minority communities in the LGBT? Let us know what you think. Hashtag Marsha's Play. You've got this. You can do this. Don't give up. Fight, strive, stay alive. Fight, strive, and stay alive. Just prove it to yourself. Let love take over. 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 Let Thanks, Peter Collins. That was beautiful. All right, guys. So this leads to my topic. Um, my topic is con- this 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 girl in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Um, her name is Lauren Smith Fields, and um, uh, basically she she met a a white man on a dating site. She's a black a uh, black woman. She was twenty three years old. She met a, a white man on uh, a dating site called Bumble. The the next night she was found murdered. Um, the but the 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 white man called the police and let them know what happened. Well, they're saying they're not sure if it's a murder or not, so let me not say that. But he called the police. He told the police that he woke up. They went to sleep together and he woke up and he lo- he looked over at her and she was bleeding from her from his from her nose. And the police said that he seemed visually shook up and um 
they they were kind of, I guess, catering to him in a way, like to to his his state, <laughs> which was was really odd because there's a a dead black woman in his bed, and we're worried about if he's shaking up. Anyway, um, so the police said that he was visually uh shaken up. And the the Smith uh, Fields family feel like they're they're pussyfooting because they were um, they they had an investigator that was supposed to reach out to them. And they didn't reach out to them. They um they had to basically keep calling them. They wouldn't answer the phone. The um, the investigator said that he would reach out to them, um, but he never did. And they end up going to the apart the house. Um, in general, where where it happened, I guess the guy had left. They end up going to the place, and they they seen the crime scene. Basically, the blood stains from where she was she was she died, and a condom, and they they seen all of these things. They collected the evidence and sent it to um, the police station. And the crazy thing is, why why did why did they have to do this? For the police, then the, isn't this the police job? So when the when they didn't hear anything from the uh, investigator, the investigator said that another person was taking over, and so basically they just passing it over and passing it over, and they're really not doing any diligence to figure out exactly what happened to this uh, this this young black girl who was. I feel like she was murdered. There's no way you went to sleep and you woke up and she was she was dead. Now. You know, there are certain circumstances. I guess you could think outside the box, but hmm, there's so many crazy things that are happening to people these days where it's just so far-fetched that you woke up and she was bleeding from her nose. Like, I, I don't know. So my my question to you guys is, um, what do y'all think about the case? Um do y'all feel like this is just the same thing that we re-witness all the time um, um, when it comes to Black women and their murders? Um, um, have y'all heard about this before? It's interesting that I'm just now finding about this a day ago, and I feel like if it was a Black man, um, everybody would know about it. Um, I've heard about the case. Uh, I heard about it this past week on Roland Martin Show on YouTube <laughs> or on Black Star Network. And YouTube, and um, yeah, he had his he had her family on, and they were saying the same thing that, that you're saying right now. I mean, and like it doesn't, it's not adding up. This doesn't make sense. Why? I think they had the lawyer on and a family member on, but yeah, that's that's I heard some like you know a little bit of what you shared, um, and it to me, yeah, it's like she got murdered, and it's the same old same old. I feel like people are a little bit more flagrant than they used to be too because of the climate uh today because it used to be not fashionable for white people to just be so messily racist and stuff in the 90s culturally rather yeah what's crazy to me is now this this is it's only a week old i want to know what the autopsy is what is the autopsy saying that happened to her what is the coroner saying what is the you get what I'm saying? The medical examiner, what are they saying? Well, how did she die? Did she, you know, was it fentanyl? Was it like, what was it? Was she strangled? What you get what I'm saying? I, I would want to know 
because it's not like they don't have her body. You get what I'm saying? They're not looking for her. Mm-hmm. And so what, mm-hmm. what, how did she pass away? What is, what are they saying in regards to that? Because that is what I want to know. Like, what is the, um, how did she die? What's the autopsy? What's the conclusion of the autopsy? And so that will be where I would want to start. Right. Now, the irresponsibility, the irresponsible nature of the case, not, you know, not um, taking evidence, not making this. I mean, official, come on. Yeah. Switching from one investigator to another, not contacting the family. It just all of that seems like some fucking bullshit. And then when the family, there was a um, there was an interviewer, um, a, a reporter, and we'll put the link in the bottom. When they were talking to the family, the family said when they were talking to the fucking police, the police said that he was a nice guy. Yeah, his name was um, what the fuck. The last dude that she was with was Matthew um, Lafontaine. And so this is what he looks like. And and now he done changed his pictures on Bumble, took his pictures down off of um Facebook. The no. reporters no. went to his house. Yeah, Mia, put it back up. The reporters went to his house. Um, you get what I'm saying? The reporters had done what they needed to do in regards to find out where that dude is at and so he 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 can't be found now and right. it's, it's just Isn't... crazy even remember when that white girl was missing and we were they were talking about the white girl and the white boy just flew just just was able to vanish and they couldn't find him because y'all wasn't doing y'all fucking job if this was somebody black this would have y'all would have been chasing these hunting these motherfuckers down what what Right, y'all would have been hunting these people down. Y'all not going through her fucking phone records. Y'all not holding this motherfucker. There's no suspicion. Like it, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, he he called the police, so that means you get what I'm saying. You gotta arrest him and see what's happening. You can't just let a motherfucker ride out in the sunset, and we don't know. We ain't got no autopsy. We don't got nothing. He just, she just dead. And, and he, he was, was a good home. guy. Mm-hmm. Isn't that wasn't that he was shooking up? Isn't there some kind of connection fuck? to the um to the police for like isn't there some kind of connection with him like indirectly or something with the police? Is there? I thought I heard oh, okay. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I I I just think that is 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 crazy. Um every time I hear about um just in general, somebody getting wore out from a dating, meeting up with somebody on a dating app. Like, I, I think that could have been me. Like, that's how I met my boyfriend from a dating app. And I've met plenty of people bef- before my boyfriend on a dating app. And I could just imagine if something happened to me, what would happen? Like, mm. they could have been anybody. That, that no humans involved type shit. These fucking police. And this reminds me of that documentary. Remember that documentary called Unseen? Um, the Anthony Ooh. Sowell story. Anthony mm-hmm. Sowell is like a serial killer, basically, um, that killed like almost 11, that murdered like 11 women. And he was, he first of all, he was convicted of like a rape um, 15 years before and went to prison for it, got out and then became like wow. a dope fiend ass um, serial killer in um cleveland ohio and they in in it was um he was convicted in 2011 but all the murders happened in 2009 and one of the women had got it was multiple women 
that had got got away from him when he tried to kill him and they wow. went to the police and because they were dope fiend black women the police was like mm -mm, yep. we don't believe them they just ignored what the fuck they said and he literally had bodies in his house buried in the house buried under the floorboard and under the in the fucking in the walls the bodies in the wall in the backyard oh, he had literally 11 what the bodies this, is this the story where they where the younger girl got out who was like a teenager no and then they found all the bodies in the house oh okay 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 they were grown and wow so the one girl got out and literally the store across the street from his house the who the owner of the store he really just summed up the sentiments of how people felt about these black women he literally on camera of the documentary the owner of the store this nigga said Oh, I feel like Anthony Sowell was cleaning up the neighborhood by killing them. What? On camera. My God. This is the store owner of the store across the street from his house. He said, I was seeing women disappearing. And I and he talk about, he was like, I was seeing people disappearing. And I feel like he was doing, he was cleaning up the neighborhood. What? He said this in Cleveland, right? This, yeah, Cleveland, Ohio. And so... Um, he died in 2021. He died in um, February of 2021. Yeah, COVID. Um, I don't know what he died of. He was in jail. Uh, the, the one that was killing everybody? Yeah, he was in jail. Fuck her. Fuck that bitch. Uh, yeah, fuck uh, her. Uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he had, you know what I'm saying? It reminded me of how they were ignoring these fucking super bright red flags. Like they, yep. like literally a woman went down to the office and was telling them like he got bodies in his fucking thing and because she was a known drug addict they were th they were thinking that she was just fucking bullshitting thinking that she was just on that shit she was high but she literally got like th there were cameras from stores like literally cameras of from stores that was close right. to his house showing her butt naked jumping out of the window to get away from him and him being naked <sighs> trying to chase after her like store mm. cameras once it all got exposed they literally had every evidence that they needed to convince him because it literally was cameras pointed to his house that would pick up when the woman got away when the women was getting in it it just was so wild and it just that's what this reminds me of how careless sometimes they can be and they are allowed to be when mm -hmm. black people are, are the victims mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah, we being profiled for shit that we ain't even do. <laughs> what you can't look for no. Oh wait, have y'all listened? Have y'all listened? What is it? Not looking for Latoya on uh, Insecure. They had the show within the show. Oh, we stay looking. Yeah. Have y'all listened to that at all? That's <laughs> no. hilarious. Um, it's this podcast. Uh, uh, Terry Vaughn is the host, and they have it's kind of like what is it, satirical. It's like funny, made yeah. up stories around looking for black folks who go missing. And stuff like that but it's it's fun you know to bring awareness to the issue mm -hmm. but yeah yeah <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. that's wild that's wild yeah so we hope that the family of her you know really keep going we're trying to shine light on it and yes y'all make sure y'all check out the story we'll put the link in the in the show notes it's like yo these motherfuckers really, they're just being allowed to not give a fuck and do their fucking job that they get paid with taxpayer money every motherfucking week. Yeah, I pay you to shit on job. me. Like, no, it don't work that way. Some it bullshit. Don't work that way. 
Well, yeah, <laughs> that was my topic. <laughs> I, you know, um, like Dama said, I just want to shed some light on it. I know mainly we talk about uh, trans or queer um, murders and stuff, and I just wanted to make sure that we were covering, uh, you know, everyone. So, um, definitely hashtag Marsha's play. Tell us what you think. Yeah. So I think we did a show, y'all. Make sure you share the podcast. Make sure you are leaving reviews. We have been seeing y'all say so many positive things about Jonathan's addition to the show. So oh, thank you, yes, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank so you. So glad to be here. Hey. I want to do that. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so we will be oh, yeah. back next week. All right, y'all. All right, see ya. Peace. Bye. I was waiting for me to go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye bye. You gonna say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's gonna be alright.